1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. So NetHealth is teaming up with PHOTO, which is focused on therapeutic outcomes for one of the best industry events around outcomes management, the Clinical Outcomes Summit from October 23rd to the 25th in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's hosted by photo, but not just for photo clients. It's a gathering of everyone who believes in the power of outcomes management to drive change for patients, clinicians, practices, and payers. Healthy, wealthy, and smart podcast listeners, that's you. Get a steep discount on the registration, the full summit pass. It's only $150. Go to outcomesnerd.com. Use the discount code LITZY. Again, $150 for a full conference that will help you to harness the outcomes of your clinic to improve your clinic and your patient experience. All right, on to today's episode. Dr. Jenna Cantor is back, and she is the guest host and interviews Megan Slisky and James Nowak, both student physical therapists on the New York Physical Therapy Association Student Special Interest Group. Megan is the NYPTA Student SIG President, National Student Conclave Project Committee Chair, and NYPTA Central District Conclave Committee Chair. James is the NYPTA Student SIG Vice President. So what they talk about are the roles and responsibilities of the President and Vice President of the SIG, a few of the highlights and accomplishments of the SIG this term, and what Megan and James look forward to in their future leadership roles. So if you're wondering what a student SIG is all about, what do they do, why do they exist, this is the episode to listen to. So thanks to Jenna, Megan, and James for a really great conversation around student SIGs.
0: Hello, this is Jenna Cantor here with Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart, and I'm here to interview Megan Slisky and James Nowak. First of all, thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to speak about, drum roll please, the student special interest group. You're here in New York, and you two are a power duo. And Megan here is the president, and James is the vice president. And you're halfway through now? Is that where you're at? Just about.
2: Yeah, we're just about halfway through.
0: About about halfway through. So I would love for you to take, for those who don't know, when people say, what does the SIG do? That SIG stands for Student Special Interest Group. What does the SIG do? Could you start from elections? Don't worry about taking me through the whole year. I'll ask you questions as we go through. So you got elected. What happens next? I'm going to hand it to you, Megan. And then when you need help,
3: you can pass it over to James. So when we first got elected, Jenna, um, a lot of it was just trying to figure out what the dynamic of the new team was going to be and how we were going to encompass the goals of the SIG into the individuals that we were introducing into the SIG. And so the beginning of the term involved a lot of transitioning and a lot of, of trying to make sense of you know what we were going to do and how we were going to progress forward. Um, and the SIG being just only in its infancy, only two years old at this point, uh, you know, we had a lot to consider. We had to to figure out, you know, what had worked the previous year, what hadn't worked. How are we going to move forward? How are we going to make this organization successful? How are we going to pair with the NYPTA and and really make this an organization that was going to succeed? And so, at the beginning, we really focused on trying to get to know each officer individually, as well as trying to get to know the positions individually. And so, the nominating committee chair from last year did a wonderful job candidates, and we were very fortunate that the candidates that we had were so wonderful and that all of the individuals who were elected were just so great for their positions. And, you know, we were really lucky for that. Um, And so what we did was we moved forward. We got to know the individuals on an individual basis, and we we figured out how we were going to make the organization work for us. That being said, you know, there was there were times where there were hurdles, but when aren't there hurdles with a new organization, especially an organization that's only in its second year? And we were fortunate enough that, you know, James and I actually go to the same school. And so we were able to meet almost weekly to talk about some of the challenges we were having and some of the successes and how we were going to make sure that the successes continued. But at the same time, how are we going to approach the challenges that we were having? Again, with it being a new organization. And I I happen to think that we're very lucky that James and I went to the same school because in the second year of this organization, we were able to work through some things that were a tad bit challenging that we hadn't maybe thought about before that maybe weren't issues the year before. And I think that we've been very lucky so far with the caliber of people that we've had and the team that we've had. And I think that the rest of the year is just, it's, it's going to be so wonderful. I love
0: that. So James, for you, when you got elected, what happened? Was it there a meeting? Was there, I mean, you already knew Megan, I'm assuming. I would love to know.
2: Yeah, so it's it's actually a really funny story. So um, going into so I'm getting I'm wrapping up in my first year of DPT school and I remember um I'm, I'm fresh, I'm mint, it's the fall, we're going heavy, musculoskeletal stuff. Um, and then this girl by the by the name of Megan comes in and does a little introduction introduction on this state organization, state student special interest group. Called NYPTA NYPTA SIG, um, and immediately within probably within a couple of minutes of her presenting it, I said, "Oh my God! Th- like like this is for me. This is what I want to be a part of." Um, and at the time, I, I I probably saw Megan around a little bit, but I had never talked to her. Um, and I kind of I, I gathered up the courage and I and I introduced myself and I said, "You know what? This this right here is something I want to be a part of. I I want to make a difference, not only at my school." but on the state level. I want, I want to interact with, with, with students and professionals both throughout the state. You know. And So I, said, I went up to her, and I, I said, how do I get involved? And then she t- kind of talked me through the election process and how um, that was going to be coming up. Um, she did a little presentation right before our elections ran. Um, and so from there, I decided to apply, and thankfully I got slated. Luckily, luckily enough, I got elected as the vice president. And I was very, very thankful for that. Um, and I think my process after that, really, um, my first initial thought was, okay, so now I'm a part of the state organization. Such a phenomenal opportunity. Um, I'm going to be able to work with students throughout the state. I'm here in Central New York. You know, if if you think of a map of New York State, you put a dot right in the middle. Bop that's where I am. Um, And I'm going to get to work with people who are all the way down south in the city and all the way up towards Canada. Um, And getting, being able to really get the the wealth of knowledge and experience from them was very exciting to me. But uh, all that, I hadn't had the opportunity to interact with those students yet. So I think my first thing was really uh, getting to know my team, you know, getting to know the people who were elected. Was Um, this
0: phone calls?
2: Yeah. So initially, it was phone calls um, just to get to know them. Um, but I'm, I'm happy that you asked that because eventually, as as the year turned to our, our the start of our term, um, we had a nice transitional meeting. So we had a transitional meeting from our board from the previous year, and um, our the. People who are elected for this year that we're currently in, um, and that it, it wasn't uh, just a phone call on the phone. It was a it was a face to face through the computer. Really, it's it's almost like Skype, but they use it's a platform called GoTo Meetings that we use. And I I got to see the the past president of the Sig, um, I, and I got to see all the people that I was working with throughout the year. And it was such a unique opportunity to be able to interact on that level. Um, even though I'm sitting in my apartment in Utica, New York, I got to talk with. Students students who were from, you know, places like Columbia all the way down in the city. And that was such a unique opportunity.
0: I love that. So for you, James, what have you been doing? Because you look over all the regional reps, so for those who don't know, I, I was part of the SIG, so I'm, I, I'll educate you guys on this. So there are regions within New York in which there is a student that represents several schools and will handle the communications with several schools because New York is huge and we have a lot of schools here. So with, when you're working with the regional reps, how often do you meet and how do you run those meetings?
2: So I think that's a great question, Jenna. Um, so as of right now, we do we try and meet on a monthly basis. We, we do try and meet on a monthly basis. Um, no, I did not try and accidentally summon you. Um, is that your phone? Oh, you know what? That's my phone. Um,
0: is, that, is that one of your regional reps?
2: That must be one of my regional reps calling. You know what? You got to, 2019, you got to watch out for Siri. Everyone's trying to hack us these days. <laughs> But no, um, so initially we, we are uh, meeting monthly, um, you know. And with that being said, coming up towards our midterm here, where you know something where we really put at the forefront is getting immediate feedback on things, and we're going to get feedback from students and see is that something that's working? Is this something that's not working? You know, so that's that's something we're going to see. But as um, as of right now, that's that's kind of how we do things, and it enables us to really on a monthly basis be able to say okay. So these are the things we're working on. How can we contribute? How can the representatives throughout the state really add various ideas to, to this to your advocacy dinner? Let's say, for example, um, that you're planning. You know, how can how can we bolster this? How can we support you to make this a reality?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. So they're not thrown to the wolves, Megan. For you. We went a little bit backwards because I jumped into the to the interactions with the regional reps. You're working with the board, so you and and then oh, I always forget because there's there's the main board and then there's the extension people. What what's what are the terms for those? The
3: advisory panel.
0: The advisory panel. I should know this because I was on the advisory <laughs> panel. <laughs> but but so you you work with in in these meetings with the advocacy chair, somebody who's in charge of volunteering and somebody who's in charge of events. What do you guys discuss? What, or what even did you guys discuss and how was it passed along to James to be passed along to the regional reps? Like how did that go about? I mean, was it just throwing out 5 million
3: ideas? So I, I I think that That was something that was a challenge last year. We were trying to work through how do we communicate from the executive board and advisory panel to the board of representatives. And that's something that James and I did not take very lightly this year. We worked very hard to figure out how we were going to communicate with the board of representatives. The board of representatives and the liaisons are our our main contact with the schools. And without them, our structure falls apart we need them we need the communication with them they need to know what's going on and so the way that we worked through this was yes we had our executive board meetings where the executive board talked with the advisory panel and we figured out the plans for everything and we figured out you know what we were going to do for the rest of the term or even for just the upcoming months um maybe not even extending till the end of the term maybe just focusing on the now so we we would talk through that but What we added this year, Jenna, that I think you'd be very happy to hear is that the board of representatives were invited to every single executive board meeting. And so not only do they know what's going on at the executive board meetings, they have active voices in what's going on at the the executive board meetings. So the board of reps have become this voice for us, the voice of we know what's going on in this region we understand our schools we can give you the information that you need to help the sig be successful right now in these regions in these schools and i think that 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 was what was what was crucial and that's what we added in that's really been beneficial to our organization is that we've been able to encompass all of our officers and we've been able to involve all of those officers in the decisions and we've been able to hear all the different perspectives and i think that's been great how did you narrow down exactly what you were going to be doing this year
0: aka advocacy dinners or even conclaves
1: and we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and be right back with those answers let's talk about something important Patients and their outcomes. If you love to nerd out on this kind of talk like I do, the best industry event around outcomes management is happening from October 23rd to the 25th, and it's the Clinical Outcomes Summit. It's hosted by photo, but it's not just for photo clients. It's a gathering of everyone who believes in the power of outcomes management to drive change for patients, clinicians, practices, and payers. And the best part, healthy, wealthy, and smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration. The full summit pass is only $150. At that rate, go ahead and bring your entire team. Go to www.outcomesnerd.com and use the discount code LITZY. That's L-I-T-Z-Y. Hope to see you there.
3: We haven't, actually. We haven't narrowed that down. And I think that maybe that's one of our strengths is that we're... We're trying to figure things out as we go. I talked earlier in the podcast about how this organization is in its infancy and how we don't actually know exactly where it's going. And I think maybe that's the best part of this organization right now is that we we don't know. You know, so we we've thrown off ideas, we've talked, we've figured out what everyone's strengths are, we figured out where we can go with the ideas that we have. And From that we've decided that, you know, we have a a very strong advocacy chair who's really great at working with the student assembly and working with you as the past advocacy chair. What? She's no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Leaping Lee has done it all. She's incredible. She has, but she's had wonderful mentorships, um, which I can say for a lot of our officers. Actually, all of our officers—they've had wonderful mentorships to be able to guide them to what we've done now. I think that talking about the strengths and talking about you know what succeeded last year, you know what we can do better from last year. Um, we had such a strong board last year, and they left us with with such monumentous advice. And you guys were so wonderful in guiding us to where we need it to be for the next year. And we've taken that and we've run with it, you know? And so, you know, every day we may not have the answer to what we're doing tomorrow, but I think that right now the plans that we have in place are wonderful, And I think they're great for enhancing the student experience. And I think that as the term continues, we're just going to keep coming up with more ideas. And we're just going to be able to keep um, invigorating students to be able to get involved with a special interest group. And, and personally, that's what I love about it. I think that every day we just grow more and more as an organization. And I, I love that. So what – oh, no, I'm going to give you back the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so what –
0: Have you guys accomplished this year so far? You share some and you share some. Split split the mic. Oh, boy.
3: Okay, so I'll start. Um, I don't want to steal too much of James's thunder, but I think so far one of the wonderful things that we've come up with is that we've voted in the establishment of an advocacy task force, and we've also voted in the establishment of a service task force. The advocacy task force is going to promote legislation nationally and statewide to help students become more informed on the issues that – that really pertain to us as physical therapists and physical therapy physical therapist assistants. I'm sorry. and the service committee, the service task Force, I'm sorry I should use the right language is is gonna really focus on helping our service chair with implementing a really great day of service project, something that we really hold to high standards in New York State and I I'm so excited to see what they accomplish. Um, so I'll give the mic to James and I'll let him talk about more of our successes.
2: Without further ado, um, so I think really two things stand out to me early on. Um, one first is it's it's really a continuation of last year, and it's really implementing the advocacy dinners. We've really uh, try to put a focus on um, students networking not only with themselves um, but with professionals as well to to really advocate for our for our profession. Not only as PTs but as PTAs as well, with with one common goal of um, educating educating folks educating. Just our, our regular public, along with educating our um, legislators, you know that's, that's something we put a focus on. Is initially, you know, extending that to, to things such as Lobby Day, um, and really just letting students know that hey, this is something you know w- your classroom education is vital and it's very important. But you also should be concerned about some of the legislative issues that are going on because it's really going to impact your future. Um, so we've had a lot of, we've already had a couple of very successful advocacy dinners. We've we've really we've had some standout speakers such. as is former NYPTA president, Dr. Patrick Van Beveren. Um, he gave a phenomenal uh, presentation at Utica College. Um, and really I, what I want to say with that is a huge shout out not only to our advocacy chair, Lee Ping Li, for, for really making these things happen, but also um, our regional representatives uh, down to the liaisons at each individual school really planning and being our boots on the ground when making these things happen. Um, they did a phenomenal job. And I would say our second accomplishment of this year, which I I really feel strongly about, is, is connecting with the NYPTA and specifically the NYPTA districts. Something we've really made a push for um, is to start to, to, to really try in and, and promote similar events, you know, and, and get students involved in, in mingling um, with the professionals in, the, in their various regions. Um, we had our regional representatives actually reach out to the district chairs and the NYP and we're really trying to foster that relationship. Um, So then, you know, in in, in the future, we just, it's, it's, we have that great connection with professionals who are in the field um, and that will really provide students with phenomenal networking opportunities that they might not be able to get at their individual programs, but they can receive that from us.
0: I freaking love that. Okay. So I am I'm going to move you both forward into the future, the future of when your term ends. What are you going to miss
3: most? I think what I'm going to miss the most is is being able to inspire the students in New York from my leadership position as the president. I'm going to miss talking with them on a weekly basis and You know, hearing their thoughts and hearing their their opinions on how we're gonna better things for the physical therapy profession in New York State. But I say I'm gonna miss that, although I, I have a feeling that those relationships aren't going anywhere. And I have a feeling that knowing myself, I'm still gonna be reaching out and talking to all of those individuals. I think I'm going to miss inspiring the team. I think I'm going to miss the SIG. This being my second year involved in the SAG, I, I think this SIG has really given me an opportunity to grow. And I think it's helped me realize who I am as a person and who I want to be as a professional. And although I'm eternally grateful to the SAG for for what it's given me and my role as a graduate student, I'm going to miss it. I think I'm going to really miss interacting with the people that I've met. But I also know that that's not the end of of what I plan to do, and although it'll be a little bit of a bittersweet ending, I'm excited for what comes after this thing for me.
2: Just gotta wipe my tears real quick from that one. <laughs> um, I don't know how I'm supposed to follow up with that. <laughs> no, but you know what? I think really going off what um, what Megan was saying, it's you know while uh, uh, our, you know our organization, one of the things really true is it. it, it things we try and do is deliver the experiences to students throughout the state. And that I I think I would miss a lot is, is, is hearing feedback from schools saying, did, you know, did you like this, Uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, and really being able to, to implement things that, you know, and give students the experiences that they might not be necessarily getting in the classroom directly. Um, but I think I would miss just just kind of like what Megan was saying working with a team, you know w- when you when you're in a, a organization like this and you're able to to network with students throughout the state, um, you really do build close bonds, you know and there's there's something about that that atmosphere of you know coming together, collaborating sort um, to, of to deliver those experiences and really, make a difference. You know, what we're doing here is we are, we are inspiring and we are educating the future professionals of our field. Um, and to really, to, to be at the forefront of that is something that I think God missed greatly.
3: Oh, Megan, Megan wants to add something more. I just, I want to comment, James, on what you just said. So I I happen to think that our dynamic duo of leading a team isn't quite over yet. And so we're sounding all somber here and sad about leaving. I have a feeling that James and I are going to continue our little teamwork in leading teams. And things are just going to get a little bit better. So look out for the dynamic duo. I love it. Well, thank you so much, dynamic duo,
0: for coming on. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And a big thank you again
1: to Jenna, Megan, and James, and of course to our sponsor, NetHealth. So if you want to talk about patients and their outcomes, specifically how great it is when your whole practice is rallied around a solid outcomes management program, then please make sure you mark on your calendar October 23rd to the 25th of this year, 2019, for the Clinical Outcomes Summit in Knoxville, Tennessee, Healthy, wealthy, and smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration. It is only one hundred and fifty dollars. So make sure you go today to www.outcomesnerd.com and use the discount code LITZY. You can also find it at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com and just look for the link that says the Outcome Summit. Uh, So thanks everybody for listening, and have a great couple of days.